tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boostbytaxday to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, I'm Andrew Jupin. Chris Gavin. Eric Siska. Steven Zeta. And we hate movies. Welcome to We Hate Movies on the Sideshow Network. Thank you for tuning in. As always, we continue the summer blockbuster extravaganza with a little film from 1994 directed by some person named Jonathan Prince. It's, of course, the camp classic, Camp Nowhere. Welcome to the 90s, everybody. Oh, big time 90s movie. Yeah, get ready for your wardrobes all over the place. Tie dye. <laughs> your wardrobes, your soundtracks, your haircuts. This yeah, kid... oh, it was a bona fide decade. <laughs> it was a period of time. It's <laughs> a culture. This kid's mullet is out of control. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's ridiculous. And he's, uh, what's the show that he's on? He was. He's now on Nashville. He used to be on uh, All, All My Children, I want to say. Yeah, he's won several prestigious soap opera awards. <laughs> Top shelf. Th- yeah, I mean the daytime Emmy is the. They are a soap opera awards. It's They're the not Oscar daytime of Emmys. soap operas. <laughs> <laughs> so also, of course, the big star of this movie is Christopher Lloyd. Man, this is sad. It's just it was weird. He got relegated to like a kitty actor kind of a guy. Right. Know? He was in those Dennis the Menace movies, or one of them at least. He, he might have been. Just, yeah, he, he was the villain. Was... He was in the villain in the first yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, wow. Down, I forgot that. Downright he plays creepy. like a dangerous hobo who kidnaps him at the end. Yeah, he's, oh, right. Oh, the homeless guy. Oh, that's Christopher Lloyd? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I don't remember. I haven't seen that movie since I like rented it. He that was might in, be a stay tuned. <laughs> all of those somethings, Angels in the Somewhere... Angels oh. in the Outfield. Was he Angels in Angels in the, in the End Zone? I think he might have been. Oh, man, that stinks. But they didn't get Donald Glover back for that one. Or Danny Glover. Sorry. Danny Glover. Not Donald Glover. Mm-hmm. Donald he... Glover enjoys watching Angels in the Outfield. And then he was in Angels in the Restroom. <laughs> <laughs> Angels in the DeLorean. <laughs> you want to travel through time, kid? Uh, yeah. Oh, isn't he? What's the? He's in uh, Suburban Commando. Yep. Another oh, yeah. movie. Uh, the, my favorite that, Martian as well. Mm. Yeah. Nobody saw that one, right? No, no, no. no, no, no. Seen that movie. It's him and Jeff Daniels. Yeah. That's rumored to be a movie. Like I. I think yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one has seen it. No, no one's seen no it. No one's it's ever like, seen oh, okay, it. Yeah. It's like a thing of legend. <laughs> 
the day the clown cried and my favorite Martian, the motion picture. <laughs> That's right. Those I always two. used to mix up my favorite Martian with um that horrendous Gary Shandling movie. What planet are you from? Oh, oh my god, oh, yeah. dude, Hail Hydra. <laughs> Him in that movie. <laughs> Good God. Oh, God, yeah. He had, like, a romantic interest in everything. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, no, big time. Uh, So this is, of course, your classic, like, 90s kids shenanigans movie where people would be going to jail left and right, a la house arrest. But... Kid Power, uh, you yeah, know, we no, this all is... believe in Kid Power. <laughs> it's the Nickelodeon generation, man. It's a smart move, though. You know, you, you get, it's the summer. Right. You got to get, you got to get your kid audience because those kids will be dragging their parents and stuff. And if it's PG, they don't even need to drag their parents. Here's no. eight bucks. Go talk to you later. Yeah. That's for your ticket and like six sodas because it's 1994. I was going to say, <laughs> I remember this is like the old man sounding thing, but you'd go to the mall with a $5 bill, 4.75 for the matinee ticket and the quarter to use the payphone to call for a ride. Yeah. Yep, $5 bill. That's all you needed <laughs> to go to the movies and procure a ride home. And if you lose that quarter, you're walking home. <laughs> They used to let us walk home in those days. <laughs> right now, I cure- before the invention of child molesters. Right, you can't you can't allow a kid to walk anymore. No, this not is anymore. the police get called. <laughs> yeah. I've heard about this. I will say that before the invention of child molesters is a great place to start in this movie. <laughs> that's where this movie takes place, right? Like, obviously, uh, like I molestation. Think this is the genesis of it, I think. <laughs> but like. It's before people were super worried about their kids getting molested, which this because situation it's pre-internet, so it was different. This situation is so fucking creepy. Yeah, Christopher Lloyd <laughs> plays a degenerate, like marginal person who lives in a shack. <laughs> a, marginal a marginal person. Yeah, well, it's, a tra- it's a trailer, actually. Yeah, a trailer by what looks like some sort of power plant, though. There's like smokestacks behind it. He yeah. just got fired. Like he's got nothing going on. He's, he's a fired uh, high school drama teacher, I believe, is the profession. With nothing to lose. And <laughs> the circumstances of his firing, we have no idea. It's the movie never just revealed. Says, nope. Yo, nobody's business. You know what? Listen, those those files are sealed. But so. He's this guy, uh, Jonathan Jackson's your Macaulay-esque figure in this movie. Yeah, the mullet's a lot longer than Macaulay's little bowl cut, though. And they decide to open up a summer camp and have this guy who they could just pay be, like, the only adult supervision. The MC of this thing. Yeah. Well, Which, this is what I don't understand. And the fact that he's like, great idea. I want to spend the whole summer with a bunch of kids. Well, it's great. It speaks to the inner Ted Kaczynski in this guy. Because... <laughs> Once they get there, like, the whole thing is like, okay, I'm going to go camp down by the lake alone. You kids have fun. So he's like, I'm going to go out even further yep. to the fringes of society. Yep. Build my mail pops. <laughs> get, that, get that school back. You kids have a lot of fun this summer. I have a lot of letters to write. You know, I haven't built a bunker yet. I could get on that bunker I've always wanted to make. <laughs> I'm running for president because I'm crazy. <laughs> Take my flyers. <laughs> now, I never understand this the world in this movie in where each kid in a group of friends yep. is bummed out that they're going to a different themed summer camp. No. Like, in one circle of friends, it's like military camp, fat camp, computer camp, yep. whatever camp. I didn't know a single person that went to camp. I knew what, but that's the thing is you would know one. Mud, Jonathan Jackson, he would be going to the camp. 
all the rest of them are staying home. Yeah, yes. like what are the, what is the probability of all these children going to summer camp like this? Well, that's the weird thing too about this whole movie. The world of this movie is everybody's rich. Oh, big because time. like thousands of dollars are being spent on summer camp. Yep, right, and no yeah. one's batting an eye. And like. At, when the parents find out that they've been duped and lost all this money, they're all like, oh, well. Well, it would have gone to a legitimate camp anyway, and none of the kids are dead, so it's the same thing. But yeah, every, everybody's rich. So here comes Christopher Lloyd. He's got a good long con going on here. Oh, man. So he's like basically duping one parent group at a time by going like, so it's like the kid, Andrew Keegan, uh, you know, recently seen in that cult he formed uh yeah, and well, what is this cult about? andrew keegan's cult yeah i don't it's know kind of like a hipster religion like it just kind of looks like they're not hippies it's all just about being they, good to everybody but man. they all have like the hipster hat Wait, like who the, the hell satan or christ uh i like keegan yeah <laughs> andrew keegan oh, okay. the, the son i don't know oh, well, I but he's just he's got some weird out. cult so he's going to go to, like, military school. So Christopher Lloyd is dressed up like this army commando uh, and putting on the whole, like, Arlie Ermy routine of, you know, he's a drill sergeant or, you know, trust me, your boy's going to work hard at this camp or whatever it is. Well, he's got a real uh, John Bender situation from The Breakfast Club because this dad is fucking ready to fucking hit somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Smoke up, Johnny. So, yeah. Well, because he does the whole thing in the scene. He's like, stand up. Like, Andrew Keegan is fiddling with this I don't even know what. It looks like a Game Boy or like a pocket radio or something. And like, he's like, stand up. Stand up when somebody's in the room. Mm-hmm. And oh, he, yeah. And yikes. he's like, uh, no, I don't want to. And I'm like, man, later tonight, it's the belts yep. and it's in the basement. <laughs> you got a real Chris Cooper dad, which is the problem. You never want a Chris Cooper dad. No, that's true. Weeping over a Nazi plate. <laughs> So then our main character, whose name is Mud, um, he's going to go to computer camp. Why is he called Mud? His name is Morris. Morris. It's like, oh, that's lame. Mud's cool. Okay. I guess so. Maybe. (laughs) Dirt. I'm dirt. Worked for Primus, right? (laughs) Yes, that's true. (laughs) So his dad is um, the unsuccessful half of the great 80s duo of Tom Hanks and Peter Scolari. (laughs) Peter Scolari. <laughs> also just shortened to Peter Scolari. <laughs> Tom Hanks' B-side, you mean. Yeah. Oh, the B-side bosom buddy, Peter Scolari. And he is this, like, Thomas Lennon character wearing this sweater with a mustache. Who do we say he looks like? He's got oh, the Cosby sweater. That's a big thing. Yeah. He's, yeah he reminded me a little of, uh, like, a Bruce McCullen character. Yeah. Or yeah. Oh, yeah. You're totally right. And so, yeah. So then Christopher Lloyd has to put on... He's like, I'm Bill Wozniak from this uh, computer camp. Oh, no. Jesus. No. And the, this is Jonathan Jackson's idea was that yeah, he's the ringleader of them all, right? Yeah. Yes, he's. A- so, you know, whatever. Long story short, it's like he pretends he's the director of a drama camp, the director of a this kind of fat camp is another can, can one. Can we stop and talk about the fucking fat camp in this movie? Yeah, yeah sure. Because sure. this, this is ridiculous. They're, they're four kids, uh, Andrew Keegan, Jonathan Jackson, and two girls whose name I don't know because they didn't really do a whole bunch else. It's almost as if this is the group of friends from the end of House Arrest. Yes. Where it's like, the bully and the nerdy boy yeah. and the popular girl, they're all like now best buds. 
Because this is all walks of life, our best buds at the start of this movie. And the girl, the, the, the fourth girl, who is the fat girl, because she has to go to the fat camp, is like the skinniest girl you've ever seen. And like they it's put insane. her in like a bunch of sweaters and everyone's like, stop eating. Why are you eating so much? And like no one like chastises her for being fat in the movie except for her parents. Yes. It's a weird situation. And she is really thin. You're She's right. Incredibly it's... thin. It's a it's a dangerous image to put on screen. <laughs> but it's a weird thing too, because later in the movie when they fake parents' day, yeah. like the girl has the sweatshirt off tied around her waist, and yeah. the mother's like, You've lost so much weight. And it's like are you really that clueless no. about the physical appearance of your child that you were duped by a baggy sweatshirt? Honestly, I just got a new wardrobe. I don't know what the fuck's it's your hot. problem. I don't know yeah. what a BUM sweater. <laughs> <laughs> Man, BUM gear. That was a hot thing in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Everybody had it. Some fanny packs even? Yeah, if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> any kind of... Just put some leather on any, any kind of fabric. <laughs> A sweater with a little leather shoulder pad? Sure, why not? <laughs> BUM equipment. What the fuck? Who cares? <laughs> I'll, put, I'll put leather on anything. BUM equipment. <laughs> want leather on your sweatpants? Bum can do that. It was a great time to be alive. Oh, yeah. dude, a leather Velcro wallet? Come on. Yeah, dude. BUM made it. <laughs> so we're, we're at this camp that we rent the property from... Uh, 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 what's his name? Burgess Meredith. Burgess Meredith. I almost said um, the Penguin. No, uh, 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 Lloyd Bridges. Oh wow, both both gone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Jack Warden. Throw him in. Yeah, he's, he's also dead. Sure. It's a lot of the same kind of person. Walter Matthau. Yeah. All right, let's not fill up the pit too much. <laughs> let's say our respects and move along. Uh, yeah, Burgess Meredith is great. I don't even. He didn't know what this movie was, nor like, no. he read his page and was gone. He's like, oh, what's that? Planes fly over in this scene? Okay, great. It's like a war picture. Well, I do kind of think that it was a manager's, like, the manager's like, look, Birch, all you got to do is write, read this paragraph. <laughs> read this paragraph. You're in out $50,000 in your pocket. You think Burgess Meredith made $50,000 on Camp Nowhere? Maybe. More than that. Really? Yeah, he's a name, man. He but made... it's 1994. It is one scene. Yeah, I mean, maybe like 60. You're probably right. 50 is fair. 50 is fair. <laughs> he's exactly, I think it's about $50,000. And he was like, what do I have to do? <laughs> you gotta okay. wake up, Burge. <laughs> Can I have my cigar in my mouth the entire time? Perfect. Can I be watching TV while I do it? The problem with this movie is it never devolves into any kind of Lord of the Flies situation. It's, it's on the cusp. It's really right there. Yeah, it's, it's right about to boil over. <laughs> I mean, you should feel that, but the movie doesn't make you feel that. There's no real moment where you're like, these kids, like something's going to blow. We should, no consequences, really, either. Yeah. We should do like a new edit of the film where we like take out the soundtrack and make it really chilling. <laughs> So I feel you know, like that get, would help. You no, know, you get the soundtrack from It Follows. You yeah. lay it over that. You're, exactly. all, you're all good. So here's the other part of this. So M.M. Um, at Walsh is oh, yeah. hot on the trail. Like they, they, they find uh, Jonathan Jackson finds uh, Christopher Lloyd in a mall. Right. Uh, displaying spray cheese, which never happened ever. And it's a <laughs> 90s. It's spray, spray cheese, cheese from funny. like a storefront. Yes. 
in the mall that exclusively sells spray cheese. It's well, an anchovy situation. It, it's like an all, like, it must be a specialty food store because not only does he have this spray cheese, he has a huge fish. Well, an actual fish. Yeah, that's disgusting. And he's just like playing with its mouth. It's gross. It's they loved that gag too because it's in the trailer, it was on like the back of the VHS Ugh. box. Because isn't it hilarious? He's manipulating a dead fish like a puppet. I will say about spray cheese, if you've noticed, the, uh, th- this takes place in Pennsylvania. Oh, does uh, it? So maybe uh, it's... Bigger numbers out there, you think? Well, near Philly, they use that on their... Oh, that's true. true. Their, yeah. Homegrown, uh, world-famous cheesesteaks. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Tapped from cheese trees. <laughs> <laughs> but he sees this degenerate like putting on a good performance, and he gets this idea, and he tracks him down. He's this disgraced drama teacher living in this in this this trailer, and right right when he goes to pitch him, like, "Hey, man, my parents are gonna give me th- are gonna pay three grand to send me to summer camp, three all, grand, and the, all four of us. That's twelve grand. We'll give you one grand to live off the summer. Bing, bang, boom. That's more than you'll make s- selling spread cheese. But one <laughs> grand yeah. to risk his entire life because <laughs> yeah. one false step and you're in jail." Yeah, no, this is, you're in some hot soup. And we're talking eight weeks? It's like 200 bucks a week, not you, even. No, no, 10 grand for that kind of heat. Yes, yeah. And that, now we're talking. You kids can have two to buy your well, Nerf gun. Uh, what? <laughs> Video game. What, 1994, yeah. a grand, that's what, 7,000 now? I think yeah. so. Something like that. 1,500-ish. Yeah, I mean, but that's not I bad. don't know, man. Like, you could do serious time for this. Oh, yeah, you're do- I mean, you're- Depending upon which way the wind blows, this is kidnapping. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's a big problem. <laughs> yeah, if the kids all turn on you, you're done. Exactly. I don't trust any of these kids, especially little crafty Jonathan Jackson, <laughs> who's, who's the engineer of this whole up, thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so he's like laying this line on Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> And then M.M. at Walsh comes up, and Christopher Lloyd puts on a disguise. It's, revealed- it's fake teeth, which is disgusting. It's kind of like a bookman from Seinfeld. Like he's collect- but it's actually, like again, kind of like larceny because he <laughs> took this gremlin from 1982 and never made payments on it. Right. And he's a collections agent. It's like, oh, I got one more ride before they, they, they retire me, and I want a perfect record. Oh, man. How stupid is that? Why do we need this type of character in this movie? This, it's not. And this he, is your hint of danger, by the way. Is it's I'm the hint of danger, tail. but yeah. it doesn't. You ever see Blood Simple? <laughs> I'll blow you away in a bathroom. I don't stop coming. <laughs> there is some sort of poetic beauty about the way I take a life. Frances McDormand thought she could get past me. <laughs> she was wrong. Just Emma Walsh, like, walking through a lake and coming up the <laughs> other set- end of it. Is Let he me- dead? Yes. Yeah, yes. Oh, that would be a great image, Steve, because then he'd, he'd go down to the lake, the hat would come off <laughs> yes. and float a little bit. <laughs> and then hopefully he could pick up where, where, exactly where it is, but I don't know. He's not dead. I apologize. <laughs> He's only 80 years old. Wow. Still going. That's great news. He was on Empire. <laughs> Real Scorpion Hulk. King 4. Note to self, watch Empire. <laughs> <laughs> I watched like the first two or three episodes. It's good. Yeah, it's a good movie. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, we're setting up this camp, and it's a lot of like, first we get there, and it's the, it's the same thing with any of these kids' camps. Like, at first it's like, what are we going to do with ourselves? So we're like... Jumping off the roof onto a pile of soiled mattresses. We're blasting fishbone as hard as we can. Absolutely. Which <laughs> these children aren't listening to fishbone. Nor should anyone. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, and, you know, we're doing things like playing with fireworks. And actually, like, right at the start of this whole experience is when reality does kind of set in pretty quick for these kids. Because our main man, Mud, is going, they're all going, like, down this ramp with firecrackers and whatever and jumping into the lake with them. And he's on, like, rollerblades. And he's got, like, a Chinese lantern on his head. And we're going down this ramp. And he falls and, like, burns himself and yeah. breaks his wrist or whatever. Meanwhile, Christopher Lloyd is carving every president's bust out of fucking marble. <laughs> or whatever he's doing in this fucking shack. He's separating jelly beans, by the way. Oh, right. That's one of his hobbies. Also, dancing naked to goodbye horses. That's another <laughs> one. <laughs> so Christopher Lloyd has to take this kid to a doctor. And at first, they're acting like it's a mafia movie. He's like, no doctors. No doctors. I'll be fine. No doctors. Just take me to Jeremy Piven. <laughs> I'm going to fucking die, Larry. <laughs> You're going to be fine. <laughs> Are you a doctor? <laughs> Are you a doctor? <laughs> Say gonna... the fucking words, Marty. You're going to be okay. <laughs> so he takes him to a doctor. Yes. And it's the woman who plays like the mousy nun in the Sister Act movies. Um, who's actually really good looking, but by movie standards, she's quote unquote gettable by Christopher Lloyd, <laughs> yes. which is horseshit. Yeah, that's some shitty movie math that they're doing. Some mm. Hollywood movie math. <laughs> I'm going to get her, Marty. <laughs> Just Chase her through it. time, but I'll get her. Play a pot, money. Play a pot. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Very quickly, he's like, "Oh, that's a sexy lady, mud. You better, you better be. You know what a wingman is? <laughs> <laughs> and all, all the heat I'm doing for you for a grad, you could do me a couple of favors. Is all I'm saying. Look, mud. I only have so many Churchill tapes. <laughs> you have to do something somehow. That is a weird thing. He listens to like CDs of Winston Churchill albums. He's a legitimate maniac. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yes. He's an untethered. Lunatic. <laughs> it's true. Staying down by the lake in a shanty. I guarantee you, whatever social security card is in his wallet is not his own. Oh, no. That's what I was saying. How many identities has this guy had? It's at least like five. <laughs> yes. I think five is a safe amount of false identities. Yeah, good John that. Draper. Yeah. <laughs> I burned the name Dennis at that school. Now I got to start <laughs> over. Stop asking me where I got fired from your school. Um, so he takes him to the doctor, and now it starts the next weird layer of awkwardness in this movie, yeah. which is, now you're going to pretend to be my boy, <laughs> so I can impress this woman and have sex with her. <laughs> Don't worry, I haven't thought of an end game for any of this. Because <laughs> that's, right? It's like, they're going to fall in love, and then when the summer's over, it's like, by the way, that's not my kid. <laughs> I like, bet no. I bet he has a whole plan. I I actually think he does have the whole thing planned out. Like kill him off. Ah, oh, he went to live with his mother. No. <laughs> Turns out the court says I can't see him ever again. <laughs> Weird. Well, anyway, let's start our own life together as if he never existed. I can move in, right? <laughs> oh yeah, he's asking to move in with her pretty quick. <laughs> Got a good Chinese place around here. <laughs> Your laundry situation. <laughs> In-house or am I walking? I haven't said that word in 12 years. So there's about 20 kids. Each kid gave roughly 3000 a pop, let's say. Right. Yes. 60000 Well, that's the other part of this. I'm sorry. We're a little all over the place today. One of his, The fifth person in the, in the movie is, this, is the African-American kid because everybody else is white except for him. Oh, big time. This is a whitewashed fucking summer camp. And he... 
It's the, exactly the scene in Cocoon because he comes to the house right before oh, yeah. they're about to leave for the summer camp. He's like, I know what you guys got going on. I, I don't want to go to camp either. It sucks. And they're like, yeah, but you can't go. And he's like, why? And they're like, no reason. <laughs> and he's like, it's a secret. <laughs> and he's like, you know, if you, if you let me go, I won't tell on you. All this stuff. It's exactly that scene in Cocoon. Right. When the, when the guy does the same thing. And then he goes and tells everybody. And there's like this huge group of kids. And again... I'm sitting there like, how is it that this many kids from this town are going to camp? No. I just didn't grow up with this. It's no. so weird. So much summer camp well, happening. And sleepaway camp specifically. Yes, there was a lot of like, go someplace for the day. Yeah. Yeah. You, like you met at the middle school and a bus took you somewhere. You and then the you came for back. the day. Yeah, it's fine. It's absolutely thing. fine. But yeah, this like camp on Awana nonsense. You didn't see it where we come from. No. And it's very weird. Yeah, no one, no one in this room is part of the 1%. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's the other thing. Who can fucking afford it? Summer camp. Three grand. Three grand a pop. <laughs> That's the thing. They, so he, he's got a fucking, he's got a poly walnuts envelope <laughs> with 60 grand in it that he's carrying around this whole movie. Yeah. And they're like, well, what are we going to do with this movie? And then cue fucking Fishbone. Yeah, all of this like kid crap shows up, like guitars and. and but like this is all from like hundreds, of, like Circuit City. I saw truckloads and like of Penske everything. and like they get a, a sixty-inch television set. How are you pay- like you're paying for all of this in cash? Cash on delivery, man. That is fucking weird. <laughs> yes, I mean it was the early '90s, dude. You still could kind of get away with doing stuff like that. Oh, but yeah. I feel like more than one of those truckers at the end are like. What just happened here? You, let's compare notes. A little kid gave you the money for this, right? There wasn't an adult there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and he, he did he pull it out of his sock? Oh, he did? Oh, okay. Just to be sure. And now, 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 everybody, everybody, you didn't see a single adult, right? No. no. Oh, there was that weird lean guy down by the lake. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was making a person out of hair. He kept on rolling the barrel of that gun and then putting it to his temple. I don't know what was going on there. So he's clean. <laughs> yeah, so I guess summer camp checks out. Enter Thomas Wilson, a.k.a. Biff Tannen. Isn't which... it F. Thomas Wilson sometimes? No. I thought oh, it was no, always it's... Thomas F. Wilson. Thomas F. Wilson. In yeah. this movie, it's Tom Wilson. It's, yeah, it's just Tom. Like, you know, after the Back to the Future movies, he decided to get a little casual with his name. Yeah. So he is like this state trooper who's on the trail of nothing. <laughs> he's sleeping oh, yeah. at a park bench. Yeah, he's a country bumpkin, man. <laughs> through and through. This guy can't find anything. He's like just sitting at this <laughs> fucking like picnic table reading Ulysses and fucking eating a ham sandwich every day. It doesn't seem like he does much of anything. But it's one of those, like, he goes and sort of inspects the situation. And again, it's like, now remember, you're my boy. And it's just like, okay, oh, me. We don't have any permits for camp. Yeah, me and dad just living in these woods together. And he's like, well, sort of looks like there's about 20 children that live on this property. No, just me and my boy. We're messy. (laughs) Get out of here. (laughs) Me and my mud. They get all the kids to hide up in the rafters or something? Yes. <sighs> yeah, which you're getting found out. That's really yeah. stupid. Also, just fucking tell them to go out into the woods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, why <laughs> have it in the house? Scatter. Yeah. Scatter go. into the forest, go, children. Go, 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 go. Well, that's it. They have a bunch of walkie-talkies on this compound. <laughs> we need some codes. We need scatter. We yeah. need to know 
what fireball means. Sure. We, and we need to know what end game is. That's when we break out the punch. <laughs> <laughs> but so, I mean, getting into back to this doctor thing again and adding to his laundry list of charges. Now this is a thing where you've gone and seen a doctor. Yep. This is you're somehow worked into the healthcare system. Like <laughs> now frauds on the table. Yep, big time. Grand larceny, child kidnapping, fraud, you know, child endangerment is big, on that list. Kidnapping possibly. Oh, yeah, depending that, on where it lands. Sure, yeah, um, you know, and I'm sure there's other stuff once they finally uncover I, everything. I assume some kind <laughs> of everything. Oh, yeah, once yeah. they get into Lloyd's like trunk that he keeps with him, whatever's in there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Also, you know, once they inspect the children. <laughs> oh, just in general. Yeah, well, just interview in general. them. Yeah, well, you know, signs of uh, abuse. Yeah, right. Yeah, or if, if you're malnourished, if you know what I mean, <laughs> or if you can cons- just consider because there is that scene they buy beer and the beer does it does seem like it shows up at the camp. Like yeah, there's they, no intermediary, so they get it back to the camp. So that's a whole fucking just litany of drunk kids. The weird thing is that's the thing. These kids are all obviously because it's a movie. Like super squeaky clean, they're like yeah. bad, but they're Zach Morris bad. Yeah, <laughs> they're also also all talented in yeah. some way. That's a big thing. You get twenty real kids on a camp yep. without adult supervision. Real shit's going down. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Kids are drinking. Kids are smoking. Broken of- bones, right or left. It's everybody's like thirteen ish. Shit could happen. Eighth, yeah. Figuring grade. stuff out. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. Is, yeah. Middle school happening. dance shit. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. On mass. <laughs> yep, that's <laughs> the problem. Middle middle school dance stuff could be happening. Look out! Totally, dude. Look, look out! We're like dancing two feet apart to jewel one second, and then you're under the bleachers the next second. That's then, all I'm and, saying. And then you you break a bone. <laughs> <laughs> then they close the bleachers on you, and all your bones are broken. So Thomas Wilson's <laughs> an idiot. Um, oh, actually, after the beer, Andrew Keegan's the bad boy. And oh, right. Sorry. Because he wears a leather jacket sometimes and other... And other... he's got the mean dad, so it makes him the bad boy. Yeah, because, he, again, he's Bender, you know? <laughs> and he's buying beer. I don't think they do get the beer back to camp. Or maybe they do. I don't... You don't see them drink it, but Christopher he... Lloyd certainly helps them buy it. Yeah, he, he, yeah, they get out of the store with it. They buy it. It's in the car. I don't know what's going on with this. I mean, someone's drinking that beer. That's the thing, right? It's like, we might not like it, and we might not finish our whole can or sure. whatever. People are getting into that beer. Mm-hmm. Because it's real kids being alone with no adult supervision. Or cracking it open. is Christopher Lloyd doing a thing where he's going to drink all, like, 15 bottles or something? Oh, that could be. Just, just to show you kids <laughs> but he's like the a dangers weird. of alcohol. He's a weird, like, sort of homeless booze hound well they never show him drinking either well that's someone drank that beer well that's the thing with this movie right is he also like barely gets a relationship going with this woman yeah like they do things like sit out on a log under the stars and talk nice to each other and at the end of the movie like are driving off somewhere together i think they're driving to a pg-13 movie so they can (laughs) sleep with each other because like at no point do they kiss they're not like hugging or anything She's down with the whole like child kidnapping. Oh yeah, she's totally when she cool finds out the scores, she's just like, you know, you're gonna get busted, right? And he's like, don't worry, baby, I won't go down for nobody. You'll write me letters, right? You see that bridge over there? It's rigged to blow. <laughs> no one gets in, no one gets out. 
We can last. We've got enough provisions to last two years. <laughs> He's like, I am the new beginning. What? Nothing. <laughs> Meet me in San Juanteneo. Long live the new flesh, Mud. <laughs> mud, do you hear me? Long live the new flesh. <laughs> Is that your camp director, Mud? <laughs> yeah, Dad, that's my camp. My computer camp director. <laughs> oh, he's kooky. <laughs> he's a real kook. <laughs> so it's this whole thing now where, like, the parents are starting to make phone calls. Like, we sure would love to be able to visit our kids once this summer. That, how do you let your kid go to a summer camp? Because they all get like bilked, right? They get Christopher yeah. Lloyd comes in, a puff of smoke, says a bunch of bullshit, and then they give him three grand. <laughs> they all g- get picked up in like the same school bus. Yes, yes. At no point, like we don't an see- unmarked school bus. By yep. the way, and we don't see any like, <laughs> bye, have a great summer. Like the parents aren't even present when these kids get picked up. It's like you stand out on the sidewalk and wait for that camp to come get you. Hey, did that? School bus have any license plates? <laughs> Not that I remember. <laughs> Looked like all those windows were spray painted over. <laughs> well, gosh, that's weird, mother. <laughs> said Manson forever on the side. <laughs> Who do you think would do something like that? Oh, don't mind the blood eye. Hit a deer on the way over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hit a deer and it got right in the bus. Got all over the floor in the bus. And it had to hack it off with this... Uh, it's butcher knife. <laughs> it's all above board. <laughs> I mean, Ed, what number can we reach you at? I don't know. I mean, call this post office. <laughs> <laughs> so somehow, like, well, they end, they end up setting up like all different phone lines in this cabin. Oh, that's right. Like, and message machines for each supposed camp: military camp, fat camp. Computer camp, yeah. drama camp. Dumb kid camp, the whole <laughs> gamut. But the dumb kid camp is funny because they don't come. Yeah, well, The parents mean? don't come for the dumb kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> why, why would they? All the plebs. <laughs> so we're getting all these phone calls. And, like, you have to imagine, like, if you're trying to set up this scheme, it's not like locking your parents in the basement. Yeah. Like, this is... Multiple, multiple, multiple families involved. There's a lot of high money involved. Like people are going to be checking up on this There's, investment. The thing is, good thing is Jonathan Jackson's got all the answers. <laughs> he pulls him out of that little mullet he's got. Oh my God. I mean, the scheme has costume changes and everything. <laughs> well, so it, it basically comes down to, you know, all these parents are calling. Like, isn't there a parents' day? We thought we'd come for a visit, and they announce like, oh, okay. We're going to have, this is the dumbest idea ever. We're going to have all of the parents' days for each camp on the same day. Yeah. Yeah. And rotate kids, parents, like through, you know, different styles of camp in one day. You're right. It doesn't make sense. Why not do it? Take a week. Every day is a different day. You come Monday, you come Tuesday, you come Saturday. But done. That's not a challenge. (laughs) That's not quite dangerous enough. (laughs) Doesn't get my blood going, baby. I need a thrill, mud. Mud, you gotta come up with a scam that makes me tingle. <laughs> oh, remember that scam we did back when you were 13? Because now these guys are too, they're both on the road at this point. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> when you came to me and said, 20 kids alone in the forest with me, that got me going. <laughs> I said, wow, that's a risk. Making 20 families into rubes in one day. <laughs> 
It can be done, mud. <laughs> Nobody believes me, but I'd go down and grift a legend. I do kind of love the idea that he actually, they actually paid him like, they wanted to give him like 20 grand, and he piled it like the Joker and just <laughs> took a thousand out and set it on fire. I want to watch the world burn, mud. Watch it burn, mud. Dynamite is cheap, mud. You got to learn, mud, that this stuff is meaningless. <laughs> Oh man! So yeah, that's the thing is yeah, and, and now we're getting into full on Home Alone mode where yep, well it's the '90s and we're precocious kids. So the idea is all these all these parents are going to come at once. We're going to schedule it by hour, I guess. And there's a bunch of sure. like fun little costume changes and signs that switch <laughs> around and like little explosives that they procure from somewhere. Yeah, I mean it's what they ordered from that catalog of mischief. Right, they were they were setting off fireworks earlier. Yeah, so they bought maybe... fireworks because that's how Mud almost set himself on fire. Right during that dock stunt. You want fireworks, Mud? I can get you fireworks, <laughs> homemade. <laughs> Mud, you know I make my own cocaine. <laughs> how does that tickle you and your friends? <laughs> oh no, that's the thing. It's all like, yeah, yeah, cool summer camp. I can grow weed down here. <laughs> you know, it's just like, yeah, yeah, fine. Just don't go down. Don't go down that, past that creek. I you kids don't get to walk past beyond Jerry's cabin. <laughs> I don't know, Mud. This looks like a pretty good setup. <laughs> I might just stay here. I could ride this one out. <laughs> nice summer camp cover. Hey, Mud, you got any extra fluorescent light bulbs? I could borrow from your fake summer camp. Mud, some of it's missing. Some, they've been, <laughs> some, some kids from the town have been going through my weed. Find them and use this. He hands him a gun. We're now at war with the town. <laughs> Do you know what happens when the Libyans find out I'm light? The Libyans! Mud, I'm going to need you to take the sheriff's station. <laughs> I'll be coming around back with the AK-47. Here, watch Rambo. Just do it like he does it. Mud, I have to assure you, your life will never be the same after tonight. <laughs> We're going to take this town under siege. <laughs> There's a dam not too far from here. <laughs> we're gonna break it down. Or we're gonna drown that sheriff station. <laughs> that fat pig will drown tonight. <laughs> See you later, Biff. <laughs> I've harvested the weed, mud. <laughs> we can let them all drown. So, yeah, in the middle of the, so they're all getting ready. They're home alone it up, and and at this around this time, the woman finds out the doctor. Finds out that he's been scamming these parents. <sighs> yeah. And she, yeah, she's right. She's got this, like, I love you, but I'm mad at you thing. Like, what? no, well, you've been on, like, two dates and likely haven't slept with this guy. Yeah. You're like, ew, and call the police. Well, this <laughs> scene drives me a little crazy because she's, like, on a... It, like, it's clear, like, she was just on her way somewhere. Yeah. And she happened to look out the right side of her <laughs> car and saw madness going on at this <laughs> abandoned camp. And she's like... Yeah, of course I'm gonna call. Like, why wouldn't anybody else be like, "The fuck is going on down yeah, she's there?" A, yeah, she's a pediatrician too, right? Yeah. So, like, that's all the reason in the world to call the police. Yeah. She kids, knows when kids are in danger. Mm -hmm. They're going ape shit all over the yard. It's At, one of those like party down moments from movies like this, where like there's someone on a water slide, there's someone on the roof, going, everybody's yeah. jumping off the roof, jumping off the dirty roof. ass mattresses. Another way you can tell when kids are out of control in movies like this is when you're playing guitar outside. 
That's when like yeah, the guitar yeah. and the amp are set up outside, also possibly uh-huh. on a roof, and it, you're just playing it really loud. There's obviously not a parent around. When there's a spear propped up with a pig's head through it. <laughs> also that. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. But yeah, it's just like, oh, Christopher Lloyd, what are you up to? She's like pissed. She's like, I'm not your girlfriend anymore. Bye. And it's like, no, no, no. You call the police. Yeah, exactly right. And even if you're not going to call the police, you're like, you're ending whatever the situation is. You're like, we're bringing these kids home right now. This is shutting down. (laughs) Yeah, You're a nice enough guy. I guess you're not dangerous, but we are driving all these kids back immediately. (laughs) But instead, like, that happens, nothing comes of it, and then there's even a later scene where Christopher Lloyd's taking him for a checkup. By the way, in case you're wondering, that makes you an accomplice. Yep. Knowing, oh, yeah. Knowing that this is going on and being in a position to stop it, accomplice. One of those kids dies, which is incredibly likely, by the way. Yes. You, all have... you need is one diabetic kid that everyone forgets about, and then you're <laughs> fucked. So maybe he is pulling a Bill Paxton in True Lies, where he's like, oh, she wants a thrill. Give her a thrill. And he's just building up this life that she can have as his his <laughs> criminal accomplice oh. on the run down to Mexico City. So when Arnold finally f- confronts him <laughs> at this camp, he's just going to wet himself. Well, yeah. And I guess in this case, Arnold Schwarzenegger is B-side. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call him. I don't yeah, know. yeah. It's Peter Scolari, but he is B-side. Oh, yes, Peter Scolari. He's the eternal B-side. Um, so, <laughs> uh, b- by the way, back again about this beer situation. Uh-huh. So it's like... Now is when the cracks in this camp are starting to show just a little bit. Because, like, everyone's getting a little too comfortable. Uh We're going into town on our own. Yep. Making our presence known kind of a thing. And this is, so they're buying beer. And Andrew Keegan, like, shows this ID. And this teenager's like, you're trying to tell me you were born in 1969? You know, that kind of thing. But then here, again, another opportunity for the police to get involved. Because this manager is, like... You know, th- it's a it's an arrestable offense, like yeah. using a it's fake a felony, ID yeah. in the state. You know, listen, call sheriff, whatever. This is getting settled right now. And he's like, oh, no, the excuse is I'm buying it for my dad who can't buy it himself because of his bum leg. And then it's Christopher Lloyd just standing six feet away in the store reading magazines. And it's like, uh. You know, he comes over like, oh, beer, huh? And you can tell it's a thing where he's mad at the kids. Oh, yeah. But, he's gonna, but that's the thing. He gets them through it. If I'm Christopher Lloyd, I'm like, who are these kids? <laughs> Never seen them before, officer. And just leaving. Gets in the car and drives to Mexico. You grab the yep. little one with all the money. Oh, this one's my boy. We're going we're gonna to be gone. Yeah, but you cannot. You, you're right. If you, that kid gets nabbed by the cops, you've got to sever all ties and get the fuck out of yep. there. Well, no, this, yep. is how, well, this is how you do it. This is how you grift them right. <laughs> Is when that happens, you get mud to you like get him close. Like, look, I can get you out of this, but I need like the rest of that money. Yeah, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Exactly. and then That's he gives you the money, and you turn around. I don't know who these people are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bye. But I mean, this one. I mean, I, you know, he's. I, I've seen him around, but <laughs> it's a small town. I think these kids are coming in from that camp up on the hill. <laughs> you should check it out. Seems pretty dangerous. <laughs> Might want to bring in the FBI. Uh, then I want a sequel when they're like in their twenties hunting Christopher Lloyd oh, yeah. in like the jungles of Costa Rica where it's he's like a, living. A less upsetting sleepers. Yeah, just a much less upsetting sleepers. <laughs> thankfully, because <laughs> it's like the hunted. He's just hanging out in the woods all the time. That movie's kind of a snooze. Oh, it's terrible. The even worse one though. What's the? It's a similar movie with Willem Dafoe. Oh, the the clearing? 
Is it? Oh, no, I know what you're talking about. The Hunter? Oh, The Hunter. Yes. Yeah. Whatever. Another just puts you right down for a nap. That's a da- that's a Father's Day movie that everyone walks out on. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it yet, but honestly, I'm kind of intrigued. <laughs> it's somehow like that movie with George Clooney, The American, but more boring. I, I like The American. So did I, but it's more boring than that movie yes. is. Fair enough. But with Willem Dafoe and there's like snow on the ground. Um. So yeah, we, we got our Home Alone Parents Day set up, right? Oh and yes. First things first. Uh, military dad comes in, and here's the problem with all this stuff. I think the idea is the script that they have is set up a situation where we tell them that they're much they're much later than they actually are. Um, create some sort of diversion that makes it seem that they have to leave immediately. Right. As opposed to just like again, you do this in five days, you kind of set it up where you know it's a. Find little summer camp. Okay, well, bye. Yeah, well, I think the idea is, like, if you do that, then, like, the the cracks will start showing more if these, these parents can, like, hang around the military camp I too see. long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because maybe the other other kids wouldn't fit into that uh, idea of the camp. Fat kids, you mean? Yeah, like that fat girl. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> there is a seed. Um, oh, where, this is where like they start. Her and Mud start having a relationship or, or flirt- building one. Yeah, they they're like kid flirting, right? Yeah. And they're both. He gets made fun of or something because he's a little weenie. He's like really really short. And um, she goes in to comfort him, and she's like, you know, one. He's like, oh, everybody hates my guts. And she's like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> relax. And that might he, be true, but. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, you know, and. Uh, she's, she's like, you know, everybody likes you, and girls think you're really, really attractive. You know, kind of trying to get that going. Sure. Yeah, angle that shit, and then he go, he turns around and he's like, yeah, you know, once I'm once I'm older and I got that growth spurt, I'm totally going to be cool and date really cool people. And once you're older and you're not quite so lumpy, you'll get a good boyfriend. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck just happened in this movie? <laughs> It's insane. And he's not joking around here, folks. No, he's being dead serious and thinks he's being, like, encouraging and sweet. Yeah. And it's fucking crazy <laughs> that this little stick is being called lumpy. I mean, that anyone is being called yes, lumpy. But yes. this is so fucking stupid. It's both cr- it's maddening because of, of what they're doing to this girl and crazy because it's incredibly not accurate. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, but so, and she just like takes it all like, oh, maybe you're right, mud. Yeah, mm. like you're sweet and cute, and I like you, as opposed to being like, my whole life is ruined. <laughs> or like, <laughs> fuck that kid. More more accurately, fuck that kid and his stupid mullet. Hey, maybe one day you won't have a mullet, and someone will want to fucking kiss you ass face. Maybe somebody will give <laughs> you a haircut one day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, jeez, guys. Speaking of needing a haircut, our uh, our good friend from from House Arrest, Mookie Arizona, is in this movie. He shows up, but it's just like it's it's one of two. He's the way less of this, but notable background actors. Yep, because he's. No one who was in house arrest, but then also in the background of this movie, used for carrying things, sexy dancing, and kissing a boy in the credits, is Jessica Alba. Real weird. Real, real weird. Not a line of dialogue for her. She looks like she's much older than every other person in this movie. She does look older. Yeah. Than, yeah. Featured extra. Uh, also... Somebody who has lines, Allison Mack from 88 Seasons of Smallville is in this movie. Now, who did she play in Smallville? She was like the Willow-esque character, the computer whiz. Oh, I see. (laughs) Yeah, that nobody gave. That show sucked. (laughs) (laughs) 
I never saw a minute of it. I saw like I saw a couple episodes. And one, uh, the dad from uh, the dad from Growing Pains gets fire powers. <laughs> no, it's the dad from the Wonder Years. From Wonder Years, yes, yes, yes. yes whoa, Dan yes. Gloria gets fire powers. Whoa, yes, he does. Whoa, whoa! I gotta watch this now. <laughs> I had actually a pretty good episode. Under That's what circumstances? Like he's a crooked football coach and <laughs> and. Something, something. He gets so angry one day, and he just bursts out into flames. Are you shitting me? Well, there's like, it's kind of, at least the first season of that show is a little bit Twin Peaksy. Like, the idea that the, the comet comes, that, that Clark's on, uh-huh. affects the town, and people get powers, kind of. Oh, I see. Oh, so that's kind of an interesting thing. Yeah, it goes nowhere. Uh, <laughs> he, um, but he he gets firepowers, and he's like, my boys aren't doing the right thing. And he like starts lighting them on fire by accident and then on purpose. Oh my God. That yeah. sounds pretty good. It's a pretty okay episode yeah. of television. The only thing I really knew about that show was the dude from uh, Sorority Boys yep. plays Lex Luthor. Michael Rosenbaum. Right? Yeah, that's right. That's his name. <laughs> that is his name. So what's going on in Camp Nowhere? So we're inviting the parents. This is what we keep circling around this. The, right. The, the military dad comes first and... You know, as opposed to just showing a nice military camp, it's like, it's war games, dad. And like, yeah, Andrew Keegan's taking him through the mud. And like, <laughs> this is when it's at its most home alone because they've set a bunch of traps for him. Yeah. Which yeah. are bags of flour on rope that keep hitting him in the face. And every t- it happens like four times. Just like in the military. <laughs> <laughs> every time this bag explodes on him, a different blonde haired kid comes out. I'm not kidding. Goes. Yes! <laughs> There's like four different kids that do this. And the only way you can tell them apart is like one has a bowl cut, one's got a mullet, and the other one's got a rat tail. <laughs> but they're all shitty, blonde, white kids. Mm. Yesing. And like putting their elbow in like, yes! Oh, God, it's sickening. Also, much like the real military... You've got pre-recorded gunfire going off. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, you know to get down. Mm-hmm. And there's fireworks everywhere. And so his dad's just like shit in his pants, you know. He gets, he's, do we say we got chased into that hole? Yeah, he gets, he gets chased into a foxhole. Yeah, and it's all muddy. It's gross. And Andrew Keegan is just like, all right, stay here till I come get you. I have to pretend that this is six other different summer camps until I come back. <laughs> yeah, but that's what's the weirdest thing is like, Almost every other one has, like, several fucking parents and several kids. Yes. This just seems like Keegan and his dad, like, Keegan was the only kid who was going to military. Well, he was the bad kid. That's why. Exactly. And so that, they had to make a whole camp part for him. One guy. Yep. That's how much of an inconvenience he is to these people. (laughs) Yeah. And, like, he's also, like, weirdly getting off on torturing his own father because he's like, oh, it's lunchtime. Let me give my dad some fucking food. Liverwurst. He hates that. Oh, also, let me rub dirt into it. Here, maggot, eat your food. It's not bad enough. You're giving your father a liverwurst sandwich, dude. You're going to then, before he eats it, go, hang on, and throw dirt in it? That's right. Come He's, on. He hates his father. That, in a bad way, in a violent way, I would say. Which oh, is yeah. Which is weird, though, because, like, a few minutes before this, you see his emotional side when this, like, shy girl's all freaking out to be away from home or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, I'll make you a necklace. Yeah. Then everyone here can have necklaces. I make them, and I'll have control over you like a cult leader. Dude, this kid is gonna usurp Mud and become Christopher Lloyd's lieutenant in the revolution. Oh, 
But that's what you you need. need. Some- <laughs> you need someone with an energetic personality. Someone will draw people to him. Someone who's not afraid to take a life if I tell them to. <laughs> Char- charisma and stupidity is a great mix. <laughs> Mud, you're more of the Trotsky of the group. <laughs> <laughs> they, then they kill Mud with ice picks. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they would do if he was Trotsky. <laughs> so then we've got... Like, what you live is we with Kid Farm, not Animal Farm. <laughs> I would love to watch a movie called Kid Farm. Mm. I don't even know what it's about. <laughs> so then it's like acting camp. Yes. And everyone pretending to put on a production of Annie. And like the idea is like, oh, it's the last big musical number of tomorrow. And like the parents, there's a bunch of dummies in the audience. So it's like, oh, the audience is all filled up. Yeah. You could v- view it from the side kind of a thing. Well, the whole scam is to make it look like it's right at the end of Parents' Day. They've all been like they've been telling the parents to show up at one time, and then it's like, oh no, the camp started hours earlier. I yeah. guess there was a mix-up. Oh, the stupid kids gave you the wrong time. Sorry, <laughs> sorry about that. And I mean, like every parent, like and especially like after a play, they're all like, oh, you did so great, and like, oh, mom, we have to go do something else. Go in this other room for like an hour. <laughs> every parent is like, no, we're going. Either a, we're going out to lunch. We're, I'm going to take you out sure. to lunch. Or B, we're going to the mess hall. I'm going to eat. You know, or I want to see where your room is. Yeah, we drove three hours. <laughs> yeah, and we've been here for 15 minutes. Bullshit. I don't care what your bullshit clock says. <laughs> I'm getting some fucking kid time because I made three grand for this place. By the by, and on the drive here, I had to eat at Hardee's. <laughs> oh, that's worse than death. <laughs> <laughs> but. No one acknowledges this at all. It's like, well, all fine. I'm getting ushered back to the car now. Whatever you say, kids who rule this camp. See you in three weeks. <sighs> at least, like, some of them want to leave really early or something yeah. like that. Like, yeah. the, eventually, this military dad is like, I will see you when I see you. Um, and some of them, <sighs> that mother, man. This is where the mother's like, oh, you're not wearing a sweater. You're oh not fat God. anymore. She's like, oh, my God, you look so great. And instead of being like, Fuck you. <laughs> She's like, oh, thanks. thanks. Yeah. Thank you so much, Mom. Oh, this is this is really great. Oh, God. I, I, I sure, sure don't wish you were dead right now. <laughs> sure just, wish you were. Yeah. Just by saying this this once, the damage isn't done. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> yeah. I'm fine now, by the way. All that abuse before. No, yeah, that was fine. <laughs> so at some point, I don't recall how this is happening, but like Biff and M. Emmett Walsh, Wind up teaming up? Well, Emmett Walsh is on the trail of fucking Christopher Lloyd for like thirty three grand or something like that, right? right? And he's just going town to town. He goes to the Cheese Whiz factory. He finds a postcard of the summer camp. So he's going around. He's like, hey, did anybody see a lemon gremlin? <laughs> and, uh, of course, uh, Thomas Wilson's like, oh, that's that guy. Let's go combine forces and unleash hell. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like a good idea. Say, you got any silenced pistols? <laughs> no need to announce our presence without everyone knowing about it. This is uh, my last case before I retire. Plan to go down in flames, do I? You know, I got this... I got this rope in the back of the of the car. Could tie up quite a few people, <laughs> quite a few people, and put them in the lake. Yeah, you know, little kids don't take that much rope to tie up. You know, you're, you're, spread the wealth with this rope. 
be a real fun thing for me. You know, I, I watched a movie called Dick Tracy recently. <laughs> you get some cement and you can just put them right in the lake. This is really like a you need a madman to hunt a madman. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> He's got to know how to think like him. You're absolutely right. Tommy Lee Jones. It's fucking Tommy Lee Jones and Richard Kimball. <laughs> I was thinking, uh, have you ever uh, have you ever hunted Christopher Lloyd? What's is is he bad? Oh, bad like what? Like bubonic plague? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's killed hundreds of thousands of people, but that ain't nothing. <laughs> so they're like, I guess, just going to go and bust this place is the deal. Because the Parents' Day is a success. Yeah, the last one is Computer Camp, where their ruse here is oh, like... Oh, man, this is the dumbest shit. <laughs> it's, it's, Christopher Lloyd brings him into a room with like... Five computers from 1986, and he's like, top of the line, buddy! <laughs> and he's like, we've got 71 units here, and there's like six. And he's like, yeah, in all sorts of different rooms you're not going to be able to see. Uh, we're doing a little exercise with the U.S. government. And they're like, hacking into national defense secrets. Yeah, we're getting right. launch codes. Well, we got like a map with DEFCON on it, and like, scramble the jets, boys! <laughs> Don't mind that this doesn't have doors, just curtains. <laughs> like most computer camps, it's mostly curtains. By curtains, I mean just a bunch of bed sheets held up with clothespins. I'm going to say clean. I don't mean clean. So they're like, oh my god, I, you, mom, dad, see you later. And that's, they're all on their way out. They run into MM. It's Peter Scolari and his wife. Yes. By the way, a uh, nice little cameo by one Jonathan Frakes in this movie. Oh, right. He's the dad of, like, the popular girl who's going to be an actor. Yeah. And he comes in as, like, this aristocratic <laughs> so-and-so. He's got that Riker beard. Oh, I mean, he looks like he's about to order a mint julep. Like, <laughs> he looks like he's about to... <laughs> right. It's, it's a, a little John blazer. Hammond. Yeah. 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 A little Colonel Sanders. Down to Orleans and uh, <laughs> going to get some guys off. Yeah, the wind is moving right through those pants. <laughs> <laughs> it's a comfortable pair of pants. <laughs> But yeah, so that's a good cameo. But then, so yeah, they run into M. Emmett Walsh and Biff, and they're just like, we just came from computer camp, and I think they started World War Three. And M. Emmett Walsh is like polishing the silencer, just like, <laughs> no, 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 these are some bad people back up at that mountain. You better get out of here. It's going to be a bloodbath. <laughs> you see a yellow gremlin up there? <laughs> good. <laughs> I don't mind killing straights, but I don't like to do it if I have to. I like everyone involved. Everyone's hands are dirty. <laughs> so they go up there and like, it's a weird, we're going to pull back this curtain. And yes. all these kids are huddled in the corner of this room celebrating by quietly sipping <laughs> Diet Cherry Coke. With Christopher Lloyd too, like, give me one of those. <laughs> Also, why not, like, I know you're all dumb kids, but, like, why not wait until the cars have left the fucking yes, place? Yes, like, yep. yes, What the fuck is wrong with you? Well, just like any 90s kid schemer, Chris Cabin, the hubris is such that they're just, by <laughs> the time this, like, big mission is finished, instantly we're celebrating. I suppose, yeah. But Lloyd is smart because he sees M.M. Walsh and Tom Wilson and immediately ducks down. Oh, and yeah. And then when the police swarm the place... No one can find hide nor hair of Christopher Lloyd. Long gone. <laughs> I mean, it's the scumbag move, but it's the move that was planned from the beginning of it all. You know, Mud, the best trick the devil ever pulled. <laughs> <laughs> Convincing the world he didn't exist. 
<laughs> and he's gone in the wind. Best trick I ever pulled was creating a safety latch on that door. <laughs> Doesn't open all the way, but I can get out through the bottom. Second best trick I ever pulled was shooting my own foot off and Nam. <laughs> I was home in a week. That's the real the thing is like the real thing. The blessing here is that he's trying to disappear instead of being like a blaze of glory. Oh, yeah. Because that's the well, other way this could have gone. Oh, absolutely. Like there's tear gas involved. Mm-hmm. There's a structure fire. I bet you know. he would have certain buildings rigged to blow. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, like, like Uncle Duvet. He always, yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's got his finger on the button with these kids at all times. Yep. Just, yeah. Oh, what did you say there, Mud? Oh, a problem you can't get over, huh? Is anyone going to talk? <laughs> no? Okay, I'll put this detonator away. <laughs> but, but, you know, so everyone's like, what in the world was going on here? And they're like, oh, it's a <laughs> stupid little kid's summer camp, but it was really dangerous. And like, well, that's just silly. Who's the bad adult? And they, they some stupid kid rats out Christopher Lloyd, and they're like, oh, he's got a, a shack not too far from here. And Mud runs out, and Christopher Lloyd's like 10 steps ahead of him. He's packing up this gremlin ready to go. Oh, man. He's getting everything that's not nailed down, and he's putting it in the back of this car. What's that, Mud? Who talked? <laughs> they number one on my list. Mud, I need you to bring me his tongue. <laughs> Here's a Bowie knife. <laughs> I mean, he is putting all these boxes in the back of his car as fast as his little legs will take him. <laughs> and, you know, but that's the thing. Is, last thing I got to do before I, I blow this town is to settle up with mud. He's got all that money. <laughs> and he has time to, like, sit down on the steps like, you know, mud. In your life, you got to find you have a crush on a girl or two. And he's like putting his arm around him, like, don't worry, I have time for this. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. You're going to fucking Soon, the chair. Yeah. Your voice will be dropping. You'll find hair places you didn't think they'd be. By the way, Mod, I overheard what you said to that pretty young girl. You're a horrible, horrible boy. She should never talk to you again. Have you ever heard the term rail thin? <laughs> That's what that girl is. He starts smacking the kid around for that. <laughs> but so he's like, oh, you know what you need to do? Because Mud's like, oh, man, I'm going to be so much trouble. And he's like, yeah, I know, Mud. What you should do in this situation is hide out in the woods for a couple hours. Everyone will think you, go, you ran away. Then when you come back, they'll be so glad to see you. They'll forget about the other troubles. And like he's like, that's a great idea. Like Christopher Lloyd is being dead serious with this advice. <laughs> hey, yeah. Mud, put that gun to my head and flip a coin. See what happens. <laughs> he hands him a copy of the Milk and Honey Route. <laughs> you know, Mud, I'd be willing to help you find a homeless man that looks enough like you. <laughs> Dress him up in your clothes, Mud, and throw him off a waterfall. Nobody has dental records of a little kid, Mud. <laughs> And he just goes to take off, and somehow, like, Mud is doing the hiding in the woods thing, by yes. the way. He's just, like, sitting on this log, and our magical pediatrician comes out of nowhere back into the movie, and she's like, what are you doing out here? And he's like, oh, you know, just sitting around. Huh, actually, truth is, uh, the jig is up, and we're all possibly going to jail, and uh, I'm hiding out out here. And she's like, yeah, I heard. It's a pretty good idea, but you should probably go back. And, like... Planting that idea in a kid's head is a really dangerous thing. Also, what Christopher Lloyd did. Right. Well, no, but I mean, what this movie is doing. If you're in trouble, go hide out in the woods. Yeah, run away for six hours. Tell the whole audience of kids that are watching (laughs) this movie that that's a good idea. Because at no point is is he ever like, you know what? You're right. 
pretending to run away was a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, I could have gotten. It worked out. <laughs> it, it kind of did. It did work out. I mean, at the end of the day, no one's losing their life in this movie, which is very shocking. So she's like, well, you better go back and eat shit. Um, I guess I'll see you around. And he goes back to the camp, like, ready to turn himself in or whatever. And there is Christopher Lloyd, like, yeah, I kidnapped him. And, yeah, I took all your money, all of your money and Bill's money, yes. <laughs> what about my money? Oh, it's a Fred's house. <laughs> yeah. Didn't take your money, left that with Fred. But he's, go- he's admitting to all of yeah. these things, like, just ready to get the chair. Well, he knows that if the best move is to go away in handcuffs with Tom Wilson, because if M.M. at Walsh gets him, forget about it. Oh, yeah, they're pulling over for gas, and he's (laughs) never being seen again. All over a matter of $33,000 for this car. No, 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 it's like three grand. Oh, was it three grand? Yeah, it's, it's that, that little. Cause like he never, whatever it is, like he never made the monthly made payments. Any payments on this gremlin that he bought? Hey, pay for that gremlin! <laughs> I watched that again the other day. Hulk Hogan yelling at gremlins. Oh, yeah. Hey, gremlins! <laughs> These people want hot popcorn, cold <laughs> sodas, and no gremlins in the projection booth. <laughs> That's nothing to do with anything. No, no. but it's appreciated. But, uh, so then Mud is just like, no, 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 innocent drifter. Yeah. You know, we, we won't let you die for our sins. Which also, he definitely has a plan C in the back of that gremlin because you see him pack an already packed bindle. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> so he's ready to lose that gremlin at some point. Oh, yeah, life on the rails. And if that fails, I'm sure he's got a bazooka in there. <laughs> Yeah, he's, I mean, he's going to drive the gremlin two times out and then walk it into a river. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then just... So Mud explains everything. And it's one of those magic movie things where it's like, well, this 14-year-old boy explained it to us, so no charges. Sorry, police department. Yeah, no one's... Yeah, every, Tom Wilson's like, ha, everyone drop the charges. Like, no, no, no. We're all going to the station and figuring but, this out. But yep. bef- before Mud... I mean, bef- yeah, before Mud even, like, chimes in here, Christopher Lloyd was actually telling everyone in the police that, like, he was running a cult. Yes, he does. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, the first steps toward a good cult. Like, you need to... He's like... I had things that they wanted to hear, and they wanted to hear me say them or whatever. <laughs> you know what? I'm sorry. Even if Mud does a heartfelt speech to exonerate you, <laughs> yeah. we're going downtown. Yep. We're going to have a little talk I, about I want to yeah. hear the rest of this talk you have yeah. here. So, yeah. Tell us about your cult more. Right? <laughs> yeah. What's with this cult? What were you planning on doing? Kidnapping even more kids? Yeah. How many bathtubs of Kool-Aid did you have? It's Fucking really Martha, not... Marcy, May, Marlene, dude. Always. Yeah. Uh, always and forever. Or the, or the sacrament. <laughs> Great movie-ish. Yeah, I, was, I would put an ish at the end of that. Yeah. Better or worse if it's not found footage? Better. Better, better right? Yeah. Better, better would be if the cult leader did anything in that movie. Like They set him up as this like malevolent force, and then he just kind of kills himself. Yeah, but that's the nature of those people. The second yeah. you're called out on something, he realizes yeah. his time's up. Yeah. But yeah. you want some creepy moments. Yeah. Well, I mean, that speech he gives to A.J. Bowen like, during that interview is pretty yeah. awesome. Oh, no, that's what I mean. That, after that scene, I'm like, oh, oh shit. Oh, and then oh, the movie yeah. just goes, yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that doesn't happen here. <laughs> no, to this camp. surprisingly. But yeah, and it's another thing, too, where like the parents are just like, 
oh, well, why didn't you tell us you didn't want to go to this camp or whatever? Not like, where the fuck is my $3,000? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to choke that money out of you, kid. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to spend the next four summers working this off. Yes. This exactly. bullshit off. <laughs> Oh, and as for you, Christopher Lloyd, you get to get in this, like, nice 1950s convertible you <laughs> From have. From where? where like, it must he, be I think the, it's his girlfriend. Yeah, it's, it's, it's got to be the doctors. It's got to be, because, like, a gremlin is not a sexy car to drive off into the sunset with. <laughs> well, it's him. It's him. that He's driving. Yes. Her car, which is bullshit. She's in the passenger seat, and... Move over, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm a man. <laughs> and in the backseat is Andrew Keegan and his girlfriend. Like, yeah, where, then, what are you? What double? What creepy double date are you going on? Hey, Mud. Just so you know where we are, we're gonna drive up to Make Out Ridge. <laughs> to, uh, me, a fifty-year-old man. Them, thirteen, maybe. <laughs> and we're splaying swaps. <laughs> Mud, I can lie to you and tell you we're going to the drive-in, but we're not going to the drive-in, Mud. They don't show the movies like they used to, so we're not going. Oh, we're going to Fuck Palace. <laughs> you know, this little place, Mud, outside of town. It's actually a nice bistro called Fuck Palace. <laughs> Lovely girls, Mud. Nice, nice salad bar. <laughs> Whatever, but he's like, it's they drive off into the sunset. Keegan and his girlfriend get out, and like they start making out. There's a lot of like preteen and teen kids making out in yeah, this movie. Towards and the end, like, there's like four of them at the end. Oh my god, the end of this movie is like Caligula. Oh, <laughs> <Well, let's> <laughs> Caligula. That's what the little Caligula, dude. The last weekend of summer camp, right? Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing, that's right? Little kid Caligula. I mean, as we know in Wet Hot American Summer, yeah, that's Nick, Nick Jr.'s Caligula. <laughs> Like it's like watching the cast of all that make out with each it's other. It's just not anything anyone wants to see. <laughs> no one's getting slimed while the making out is happening, at least. No. Because someone's getting slimed in this movie somewhere. Is there sliming in this movie? No, no sliming. You mean Gak? Oh yeah, Gak, excuse me. Either no, there's or, no Gak no either. There, there should have been some sort of like, ew, a goop bomb or M Emmett Walsh or whatever should have gotten a little uh, gack attack. <laughs> well, that's the other thing is the they pay him off. Right? The kid comes up and he's like, "Hey, scumbag! How much does Christopher <laughs> Lloyd owe you?" And he's like, "Well, that you know, three grand or whatever it is." He like pulls it out of his sock and throws it at him. Like, this should do it, you piece of shit! But the Choke devil, on it, fatso. <laughs> the devil told me to get his soul as well. Oh, <laughs> uh, this is good for me, but. The boatman at the River Sticks will need a little bit more. <laughs> Our Lord and Master's gonna need a little something. <laughs> Your foot should do, mud. Oh man! Blood and like he just takes it. And there's a weird thing where he goes, "Oh, that's uh, this pile of money's a little short." This <laughs> yeah, goes, he's like, "Oh, you're short, little kid." Yeah, you're short. And then this kid goes, "Yeah, well, you're a little fat, so <laughs> deal with it." Man, nice Evan Walsh gets fucking told where to go at the end of this movie. <laughs> and it's well, nowhere that, good. Uh, I know I was a terrifying bounty hunter through most of this movie, but uh, that really hurt. <laughs> I never hurt anybody, really. I'll take my less than $3,000 and go home. I've been called ample before, but never fat. <laughs> hey, little kid, why do you get off on calling people fat so much? 
your girlfriend and me. <laughs> you got a real problem. <laughs> Takes a lot of balls coming from someone with a haircut like that, kid. Uh, so speaking of Lumpy, <laughs> he, he makes out with her next. Because she's finally thin enough for this piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's weird, this exchange that happens because, like, and this is, like, classic stupid teen stuff, right? Like, Andrew Keegan's making out with this girl, and it's like, see you later, baby. I'm going to go polish my leather jacket. And, like, yeah. he walks away. <laughs> and then she turns to Mud, and they have this exchange that's mm-hmm. like, Wow, thanks, Mud. You gave me the best summer ever. You're totally a cool guy. And I don't know, maybe if we were at different points in our lives or whatever, crazy this life of ours. See you around, Mud. And then, like, she turns and walks away. And this kid clearly is, like, checking out her ass, just like, yup. And then from there, turns, and this other girl walks up. (laughs) And seconds later, they're making out. It's weird. And it's like they made it, they had made a pact, like, if we're not dating anybody in 50 years, like, we'll date each other or whatever it is. Not 50 years. Yeah. Like, if we get to high school and we're yeah. not seeing anybody, like, I guess we'll suck it up and date each other. And he's like, yeah, maybe you won't look like human garbage by then. <laughs> but then she's just like, oh, okay, you think I look like human garbage? And then he's just like, but maybe not. You're not and wearing they, that sweater anymore. And they just start making out all over again. And this... We're filming these kids just making out <laughs> weird, wild stuff at the end of Camp Nowhere. Weird, wh- wacky, wild stuff. Yeah. Like Christopher Lloyd's not even making out with that ex-nun. No. I don't think he kisses her once, yeah. honestly. No, he's that was totally... in her contract, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. That lecherous grief has to get away from me. <laughs> and that's, I mean, it's pretty much it. I don't think there's any, like... Or there is some mention about, like, something, something next summer. Yeah, yeah there's that. And Peter Scolari is like, you're going to be grounded till you're 30. But I guess I've learned my lesson as your dad now that I'm three grand lighter. Right. <laughs> Always investigate the camps you're sending your kids to. That's the lesson of the film. And when, you know, an unmarked school bus pulls up early in the morning in front of your house and just picks up your kid. <laughs> yep. Make sure Freddy Krueger's not driving. Well, That's yeah, all I'm saying. An unmarked school bus picks up your kid. The destination is an unmarked grave. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't think you're wrong. No, I think that's exactly. It's a one-way ticket. I mean, that's. I honestly, I think collectively, all those parents are just like, you know what? Turns out none of us looked into any of this. Mm-hmm. We had this traveling snake oil salesman <laughs> come into our house. And was at different points dressed up like an army man, like Richard Simmons, like a computer nerd. And we all fell for it. So he's, it's he's, on we us. We got it. We, I'm sorry. At least one parent is pressing charges. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. The, military no dad, the military dad. Or Peter oh, yeah. Scolari. I mean, they're like the most protective. Yes. <laughs> and that's just, I mean, that's it. Christopher Lloyd runs off into the sunset with this pediatrician. Mm-hmm. No one's doing time. The police aren't asking a single thing. Well, actually, he probably has at least one big uh, witness on his side because Lumpy's mother yeah. was so impressed with how he made her fat fucking daughter <laughs> skinny that's true, that's that she's true. probably like, oh, no, that man's great. Let him keep doing what he's yeah, doing. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's the one that's standing up for Christopher <laughs> Lloyd in court. Bullshit. <laughs> they should all go rot. <laughs> Would anybody recommend this movie? 
no, it's it's the worst kind of kid power. I mean, I guess it's kind of fun. It's breezy. It's kind of crazy. It's a quick, like eighty some odd minutes. It's a light recommend. I, think. I would actually, yeah, light recommend it. I had, you know, I the thing is, we started. We actually, this is one of the rare movies we actually watched together. Yeah, sure. yeah. first and, time in a long time. Yeah, and. Uh, I had was convinced I had never seen this movie before until they like the end when they're doing the camp switcheroos. Uh-huh. Oh, then you realize like, yeah. oh, I have yeah. seen this, and uh, you know it's kind of fun. It's not good by any stretch, <laughs> but you know it's just dumb. Yeah, it's I dumb mean, fun. I mean, I have to. I've, I've watched, I watched this movie a bunch when I was a kid, oh, so yeah. I, that I have to kind of allow it its due. Um, <laughs> it's not good, as Eric said, but you know it's fine. It's quick. Yeah, I'd kind of recommend this as a sitting around, um, you know, if it's raining outside in the summer, watch Camp Nowhere. If you're a fat kid, summer, pray, pray for rain. There you go. <laughs> they do have that, that uh, rainy day scene they do. Uh, that everyone's bummed the fuck out. Right? It rains once understand. during their summer here and everybody's ready to commit suicide. I mean, I would. I guess I, I didn't go to summer camp, so I wouldn't have gone anyway. But, like, yeah. I'm there. I'm the kid that's hogging the Super Nintendo the whole time. Oh, that's yeah. the one thing that's weird is you don't see anybody playing video games in no. this movie. You do see a Nintendo at one point. Yeah, like do you? The, the twins are doing it, but they're like hacking into. They're some like co- setting up the computer camp, and someone has a Nintendo there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but no one's like sitting around like let's play Donkey Kong. Oh, they play. No. They watch nine hundred two one zero on a tiny television at some. Point. Oh, that's right. Because like the actress girl says, like she never misses an episode or something. Yeah. Whatever. Again, whatever. <laughs> she also, in her, like, come to parents' day to the drama camp letters, she says that she got cast in a movie being directed by Steven Spielberg's niece or something. And yeah. the parents are like, well, that's pretty good. You know, I just realized something. They're wa- they, watch- they do that scene of watching 90210, and then they lament that they don't have cable when it's raining. Yeah. I guess Fox, they could get it off of bunny ears. Yeah, maybe. They they could, they oh, that's true. Around. But you never see them watching that big 61-inch TV. Never. Not, <laughs> Not once. once. They buy it. That's just like kids. Just buying a bunch of shit and never taking it out of the box, I feel, is the problem Just there. spending their parents' money. Dude, I'd be so mad if my kid fucking <laughs> fleeced three grand out of me. Oh, you're... Like, my oh. kid would never do anything ever again. No. <laughs> you just sit home and play those video games. I'm one of those parents, and I get there, and I saw what was going on. I'm loading that 60-inch TV up in <laughs> yep. the car. <laughs> oh, yep, totally. Oh, I paid for it. Yep. I paid for it. That's my three grand. Pardon me. (laughs) That's Camp Nowhere, directed by Jonathan Prince. If you want to get a hold of us, check out our website, whmpodcast.com, or find us on sideshownetwork.tv. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're at whmpodcast. And write into the mailbag. We all hate movies at gmail.com. Any crazy summer camp stories? Yes, please. From four people who never went to a summer (laughs) camp, let us hear it. We all hate movies at gmail.com. Rate and review the show in iTunes. We would greatly appreciate it. And, all right, clue for next week's installment of SBE 2015. Alan Cumming. Alan Cumming, everybody. Once an X-Man and Josie and the Pussycat Villain. Alan coming. So until next week, I'm Andrew Jupin. Chris Gabin. Eric Siska. Steven Zeta. Take it easy.